Hello, and welcome to The Ocean in a Drop, where we connect deeply to the world around us by connecting deeply to the world inside of us. I'm your host, Minnie, and I'm so glad I get to share this space with you. Today, I want to talk about the woman who gave birth to me. This is a love letter to my mom. And if you're just getting to know me, this is a chance to find out more about who I am by learning about who I came from. We'll also share a time of listening together. My mom is the kindest and most patient person I know. She has not always been treated well by others, but she has responded with grace anyway. One of my favorite things about her is her hugs. She was always so good about hugging and holding me and making me feel loved and valued when I was growing up. One of the stories she told me about my growing up years is that I would follow her around the house and stay close to her. When she and my dad signed me up for preschool, I cried the whole time I was there. So they took me out, and I stayed home with my mom while my dad went to work. So yes, I am a preschool dropout. People often tell me that they love my hugs, and I always respond that I learned from my mom. She wasn't afraid to squeeze, and neither am I. That's another thing I learned from her. To put all of yourself into what you do, whether that's a hug or anything else. Another thing I learned from my mom was how to help people feel safe. I've always felt cared for and nurtured by her. And it doesn't cease to surprise me how often I hear about someone else feeling that way with her. So a few years back, my mom had to be hospitalized. I went to visit her, and she was telling me about how the nurses had all been very nice to her. She said one nurse had shared about a deep personal desire with her and would come by her room and ask my mom to pray for her. I had no problem believing that someone who was a total stranger to my mom and is taking care of my mom would pour out their heart to her and be cared for by her. That's just who she is and the kind of effect she has on people. Another thing my mom expertly taught me over and over again, without even trying, was how to put your trust in something bigger than yourself. I have so many memories of my mom praying and reading the Bible, and I never got the feeling she was doing it because she had to, but because she wanted to. It was genuinely satisfying for her. I remember when I was single and 24, and my dating life was as dry as the Sahara. I'm not kidding. Like, no options. Like, not even... Is that a mirage on the horizon? Nothing. But in Indian culture at that time, if you were a woman pushing 30 and you weren't married yet, Indian parents worried that it might not happen at all. So one day, my mom and I were talking, and she was asking me how I was feeling about the possibility of getting married. I told her that I was open to it, but I didn't know how it was going to happen. She told me that she had the desire for me to get married by 25, 
so that I would have time to have kids. Which, if you don't know Indian culture, is like living the dream. To have kids, and then for your kids to have kids. Right? Like, when you see other people's vision boards, maybe they have fancy cars or houses on them. If you ask Indian parents to make a vision board, it would have kids on it. That's like their version of a Porsche. The symbol of, yes, we made it. We did this thing. I asked my mom, do you think that's possible, mom? I mean, that was less than a year's time for me to meet someone, get to know them, get engaged, plan a wedding, and get married. And remember what I just told you about the Sahara. Okay, so here's another quality about my mom. She knows how to dream big. And I got that from her too. My mom just said without any worry, fear, or hesitation, or pressure on me. I'm going to ask God for it. And I was like, okay. And then I just went on about my life. And I really mean that. I had come to the point where I was happy to get married if it fell in my lap, but I was no longer trying to go out and look for it. I knew I could experience joy whether I got married or not. And I wanted to focus my mental and emotional energy on other things. So that's what I did. I mean, really, there is so much fun stuff in the world to enjoy. Like reading books, watching movies, spending time with friends that make you laugh, going to the beach. I had so much more time for that when I wasn't trying to figure out this made-up problem of how to get married, which was never my problem to solve in the first place. So you might be wondering how that worked out for me. Actually, totally amazing. I met the man of my dreams. We dated for two and a half months when he proposed. We were engaged for four months and we got married. And true to my mom's heart's desires, I was 25 years old. Yeah, that really happened. Okay, so here's another great lesson from my mom. One of our former roommates had a t-shirt that said, Can I live? I remember when I saw her wearing it, I had this visceral reaction of, yes, coming from my soul. Can we make the space for people to be who they are and live? That's what my mom is a master at. She gives people a sense of safety to be themselves and live and feel really loved and accepted. And that's what I bring to my life and work every day. One of my guiding principles is that the truth sets you free. And when you know deep in your bones the truth that you are loved and wanted, regardless of anything you accomplish or don't accomplish, then it gives you the freedom to try, to take big leaps toward your dreams, to dream in the first place and just see what happens. 
Life isn't a test to be passed. It's an experience to be lived. You are so much more than a success or a failure. You are a once-in-a-lifetime human being. So enjoy yourself. Make the most of your life. My mom didn't teach me that. She showed me that by the way she lived her life and gave me the foundation of love and acceptance to live my own life. So now I want to invite you to a time of listening together, a chance to be open to a world of new possibilities and the joy of exploring them. So if you feel ready, I invite you to close your eyes and slowly breathe deeply in and out. With each breath, feel your body relax from your head to your toes. Let's do that again. Deep breath in and deep breath out. One more time. Deep breath in and deep, slow breath out. As we ask and listen together, remember, you're just being present with yourself and being honest about what's there. There's no pressure to make anything happen or filter yourself. Practice trusting that the voice of love and wisdom will give you an answer if and when you need it. Now ask yourself, what would I love to do if failure didn't matter and was just another step forward in reaching my dream? We'll take time to listen now and notice what comes up.
Now ask, what can I do to love or enjoy the amazing human being I already am right now? Remember to relax and see what comes up. We'll take some time to listen together now. You did great. Feel free to continue being with what came up for you. Thank you for listening with me. If you're ready to go for your dreams and really enjoy yourself in the process, visit minipalmer.com coaching to learn more about how I can help you and sign up for a consultation call. Thank you for being here with me today. I am so glad you chose to share your ocean with me, and I look forward to being with you again.